0: Off. results in a touchdown 31 yards. Claude Duffel Thompson to Curly Gittens Jr., and it is 34 24. Gittens had one dynamite year this year. He was the uh, only Canadian to hit a thousand yards this year, only the fourth Canadian in the last decade to hit the thousand yard mark. Brad Sinopoli did it, I think, 15 times in 10 years. He's doing it every year. Uh, four times to be precise. Chris Getzloff and Andy the only two others. Uh, we had 483 yards after the catch for Curly Gittins Jr., which led the CFL. And Curly becomes the first Argo to record a 1,000-yard season since. And if you get this, you win the, the prize. I had no idea this was the guy. I asked Pinball. He didn't know it. Even after I said, he's an old teammate of yours. Paul Mazzotti? No, that was that would have been the obvious one. This was a teammate of Masati. Oh, you're not gonna get this. I wouldn't have got Nigel Williams,
1: right, who also
0: had a thousand yards with the bombers. Right. Nigel got traded to Toronto about a game into the season and s- from Montreal and still had a thousand yards as an Argo. But I wouldn't have that would have been no bell after have, Doug no. Flutie and yeah. I would not have gotten that. I would have Tyrone Williams ahead of Nigel Williams to be honest, because the year before, the first year Flutie played, so 96, I think Nigel had, like, eight or ten touchdowns. Like, he was really good. Or Tyrone, sorry, Tyrone Williams. And then Nigel came over from Montreal, 1,000 yards. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, yes. Danny Webb didn't know. <laughs> like, I hit everybody who was, I, I
1: could. I, I wouldn't have gotten that. No way I would have gotten that. I, I my, As I said, Paul Masotti, that was the one who came to mind. Those two teammates? with the Argos.
0: 15 minutes away from Winnipeg. If they can hold on to a 10-point lead, Montreal gets the ball back, but now Montreal moving into the win. Montreal, the first team to actually win a quarter with the win today, and they did it by one point, 11-10. I think the Argos would be very happy losing that quarter by one point, especially the way it started on the first drive. Montreal scoring eight On a long uh, stand-back run. The only run he's had of note today is nine carries for 68 yards. 52 of them came on that play, aside from that, eight for 16. And Fletcher has two carries for three yards. So if they were ready for the run today, aside from the
1: one, they've done a really nice job on a really talented Montreal running game. I don't know why Montreal didn't call that play again. Like... (laughs) Like... It really they blocked it really well. There was a big hole and it's, if it's working
0: Five hundred and seven five hundred and seventy six yards passing combined between these two teams right now There's the kickoff Chandler worthy's back after leaving the field earlier. He'll take it at the six yard line far side cuts out toward the numbers And got out to the 29 yard line mcleod bethel thompson 285 yards passing today trevor harris 291 yards passing today three touchdown passes for the argos because kelly has a 46-yard touchdown pass so the argos have 321 yards passing with a full quarter left
1: that's a good day at the office yes it is and their play selection's been outstanding it really has it's been outstanding
0: first down at the 30-yard line they'll give chandler that so the ellis will start now moving into the wind right to left argos all in blue in a 40 front now dropping off draw play this is fletcher and he will get up to the 35 yard line for a gain of five and he got hit hard by jonathan jones also in there was barlow boston college product brandon barlow is a really interesting guy he's big he can play and he can play tackle played at boston college so they only dress seven defensive linemen today. He can rotate in at either spot. Second down, five to go. A short five with the ball of nose, just across the 35-yard line. they own. Alouette's all in white. Have three receivers to the far side. They run a hitch and go. Doesn't work. Harris running for his life to the right. Rolling, rolling. He's going to run. And he, just before the line of scrimmage, will throw the football. It's caught at the 45-yard line. Was that Speaker? It was. Cole Speaker on both knees makes the catch for the first down as, again, Trevor Harris gets it basically flushed out of the pocket and throws on the run to an open receiver. That's
1: happened a handful of times today. I think that was a broken play. The receiver ran the wrong pattern. Come back to the ball.
0: First down. At the 45-yard line, they will go ground game. Standback, big hole this time. And he'll get about 9, 8 yards before he's brought down. He knocked Mwamba in on the tackle. And it is a gain of 8. See what Montreal dials up here on 2nd and short. They need a eh, almost a 2 full yard. Yeah, about 2 full yards. Yard and a half, we'll call it. Just shy of their own 54-yard line. Argos up by 10, 13.08 remaining. Clock moving, Alouette's moving into the wind. If the Argos hold them, even to a field goal at this stage, it's a moral victory. And very important on the scoreboard. Argos are at a 30 front right now. Now Davis comes up the line. Now they got five, six on the line. It's a run blitz, and they didn't get there in time. They all started back in the line of skirmish, Bob. Look for a, look for, they all have an assigned lane. Yep. It just makes it more difficult for the Alois to block with all that movement. But it worked. They needed two. They got four. First down at the Argo 53. Clock moving 12 and a half minutes left. Argo's leading by four. Defending the line of the goal line closest to the Gardner as the Alouettes move right to left. Alouettes moving into a strong wind here. And they will pass. And Harris wants to go long. Breaks down again. Throws across his body to stand back to the Argo 50 for a gain of about four yards. The market at the 48. So it's a gain of almost five, and that was a broken play. And we have an injured Argo on the near sideline and seems to be in considerable pain. Writhing along the near side, and we'll find out who it is. We'll take the timeout with eleven fifty-nine remaining. As that may have been friendly fire as well. 11.59 remaining in the fourth quarter. Argo's by 10. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. <laughs> well, 12 minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. The your player is Jamal Peters. And you saw the play. Describe what you
1: saw on the injury, Bob. He's up sitting up now, which is good news. He, he got hit as he was coming towards the sideline. Then he landed right full body weight on his head right on the turf so he was moving his legs around so that's a really good sign but yeah he landed right on his head i'm sure they're going to go through the protocol with him although that, i don't think he, he wasn't unconscious so that's that's a good sign
0: second down and uh about four and a half, or, sorry five and a half to go and so mark it at the 48 yard line so who's in now they're just going to bring speaker in uh, sorry uh priester in and he's going to play the field corner. And Tamaris who who is the NCAA Defensive Back of the Year at Florida State, he's going to move over from field
1: corner to boundary corner. And the Alouettes are tending to somebody who's laying down on the field. Well, Peters is standing. He's not being attended to by anyone. So that's a good sign. He's not sitting on the bench He's maybe a stinger. Yeah, is Those yeah, it might have been I've never
0: stinger. had one but everybody I've talked to say they scare the, crap yes, they the do.
1: It's like lightning going down your spine
0: So that is good news. You'll have to stay out for at least three plays regardless So tea time Tavares McFadden He was a finalist for the NCAA Defensive Player of the Year as a sophomore mm-hmm. had Eight or nine picks for Florida State in his second year. And whoever was down, I guess they were just working on shoes out there for the Alouettes. Yeah. Who face a second down and a long five. Ball just outside the Argo 48-yard line, just inside the left hash mark. Alouettes wearing all white, Argo's all in blue, aside from the dark blue, aside from the baby blue socks. Three receivers will go to the wide side with the ball on the left hash mark. Alouette's moving right to left. Gino Lewis now singled up on Carveras McFadden. We'll see if they take a shot there. McFadden backs off. Harris now is going to go the other way, and it is in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. Robbie Smith was in there. He had dropped back on a zone blitz and knocked the ball out of the hands of the intended receiver, Cole Speaker, and it's third down, and the Alouettes are outside field goal range.
1: Argo sent two linebackers on the Montreal's left side, and they got forced Harris probably to throw that ball a little faster than he wanted to.
0: And Harris was not expecting the defensive end to be 10 yards (laughs) downfield. And he was the one that made the play. Third down and almost six, five and a half, and they are going to bring out the punt unit with Joseph Zima. Will they run a fake? Javon Leak back at his own 15. There's some instructions being called out by the Montreal Upbacks. Snap goes to the punter, and he does punt looking for the near sideline. He's not going to get it. It's the middle of the field, and it's going to be Leek, who's going to go all the way around from the right side to the left. He's going to be strung out at the 10 to the 15. He gets a little bit of an angle outside the 20, and we've got another injured Argo, and is that Priester, who is filling in now at corner for Peters. And he is down at the 14-yard line. And we will take the timeout. Argos have the ball and a 10-point lead with 11.09 remaining. Here in quarter number three, you're listening to Argo football on TSN 1050. First down and 10-10 Argos, they will run a quick hit pass out to the far side. It's complete to Gittins. They put it in play at the 21-yard line. He'll take it out to the 25-yard line. Priester was the injured player, Robert Priester. And he got up and ran off, kind of clutching his chest. Yeah, I might have got the wind knocked out of him. Hopefully that's all it is. Gain of four and a half. A long five to get on second down. Argos at their own 20 and a half, 25 and a half yard line. Clock is moving. 10-18. Argos lead by 10. Three receivers up top. Two to the near side. Bethel Thompson crossing route. Complete first down. Guess who? Curly Gettins with another catch. It's good for 10 and an Argo first down. And that will put Bethel Thompson
1: close to 300 yards passing he put that right on the money right on time that was a well-thrown pass tick-tock tick-tock
0: the Argos with a two-score lead and if they can convert this drive with a touchdown it would be near fatal for the Alouettes 10-point lead 943 clock moving ball on the 30 yard 35 yard line just inside the left hash mark Argos moving left to right Two receivers up top, and they're going to run uh, end around again to Gittins. This one is not going to work. He's going to be tackled back at the 31-yard line. It's a loss of four. Go to the well once too often?
1: Well, when you've got smaller slot backs blocking bigger guys, it's, it's you're asking a lot for them to hold that block until he gets there. So it's, yeah, that's that was just, they were outsized on that side. Second down, 14 to go.
0: And with, by the time they snap this, it will be inside nine minutes left. Argos with the wind, leading by ten. Alouettes in a 40 front. The other linebackers up the line. They're going to send six and seven. And Bethel Thompson gets rid of it down the rail. And it is incomplete. He was looking for yeah, Daniels. That's a, and that's, there yep. is probably defensive holding. Wait, he waved it off. There's a flag down, and now the officials are waving it off. He, he threw it, and then he waved it off. It's going to be holding or oh. i think it's going to be defensive holding defensive fast interference interference. They'll, they'll take it point of foul. Automatic sorry mike down. that's
1: confusing the, the ref who
0: threw the flag as soon as he threw it he waved it off i think he's waving it's an incomplete pass but the flag oh, is okay. down okay. i think that i hope that's what I, he meant <laughs> so after all is said and done the ball moves to the uh, Argos fifty-four, and they're going to respot that. The, pa- yes. the pass interference—that's not a uh, no. distance the ball foul. No, the oh, they're moving it back. Why are they moving it back? The pass interference must have come well before the, game, the ball we'll thrown, lead. or I guess the ball Eight minutes, landing. 46 seconds. 846. The good news is, it's first down. It's a first <laughs> down. It'll be. When the ball hit, it was around the 45-yard line, yeah. so they must have called that out of the break. So Daniels draws the foul. Ball at the 50-yard line of the Argos. They have a 10-point lead with 837 remaining here in the fourth quarter. On the line, a trip to the Grey Cup next week in Regina. Here come the Elowitz on the blitz. They jump, no flag. On oh, then it's uh, Olette who will take it out to midfield, a gain of five. That must have been timed up perfectly yes it's funny how many times you'll see that naked eye and you'll go oh that was way offside," and then you'll go look at the film and go oh he was side. optical illusion no flag first or second and five from midfield clock moving 8.03 so they can take it inside three or eight minutes now and they are there now. Second down and five. Ball on the left hash mark. Bethel Thompson under a blitz. Gets rid of it. It's a jump ball for Daniels, and it's overthrown. I think Daniels gave up on that route yes, early. too early. And it will go incomplete, and the Argos will be kicking. But that was not a bad ball by McLeod Bethel Thompson. DeeDee just kind of
1: gave up on it and wishes he had that one back. Yeah, he's he slowed down and then, <laughs> oops. Had to try and speed up, but he couldn't catch up to it. But he was open. That was the right play. Hager comes out for a punt.
0: And he had one go off the side of his foot for 14 yards. That's his only punt of the day. He would love nothing more to put this one deep. He leads the CFL in terms of getting balls out inside the 10-yard line. He's done it 12 times this year. CFL best. He also leads the league with an average of 48.4 yards. And this one ain't great. It's one of those end-over-end kicks that will land at the 15-yard line, and Worthy will get out to the 23. All things considered with Worthy, him not ending up in the end zone is a good thing, and the Alouettes are a long way from the goal line with 7.15 remaining in the fourth quarter. The Argos lead at 34-24. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Well, if you like defensive football or hard-nosed running football, this ain't your game. There have been a lot of passes here today. Argos up by 10 over the LL 7.15 left. Trevor Harris is thrown for 3.07. Bethel Thompson, 2.99. Chad Kelly, 46. And there's still half a quarter left here in the fourth quarter. Got to like that, though. If you're a fan, you got 650 yards in the air yeah. roughly.
1: That's all right. A lot of great defensive tackles, too, though.
0: And now the fans can really be the difference yes, here at Bewell yes, Field. Absolutely. With 7.15 left in this fourth quarter. Absolutely. Argos leading by 10. Owls will put it in play from their own 23-yard line. Argos are going to show blitz from depth, but they don't. Harris throws it. It's a short completion of the 25, and the receiver will carry a defender up to about the 28. They ended up running three, including, a rushing three, including, One of the DBs and dropped everybody else off. Corey Mace is an evil man. Yes, he is. They've been running some zone blitzes. Trevor Harris has been around since 2013. He's seen everything. So he tried to confuse them. They didn't there. It's a gain of six. They'll put it in play from their own 29-yard line. Moving into the wind here in the fourth quarter. Play action. Harris throws. It is behind the receiver, but Philpott makes a nice catch. At the forty-yard line, check that. That's Julian Grant. K on Julian Grant. Eleven, not eighty-one. He'll take it out across the forty to the forty-two. It's a first down. Clock moving six sixteen. The Alouettes need two scores.
1: They're not getting many uh, yards after the catch, though. Like they're they're closing in. When they do catch it, they're not they're not getting many extra extra yards.
0: Everything's in front. You don't want to give up the big one. Four receivers will go to the right on first and ten from their own forty-two-yard line. Ball on the left hash mark. Harris bobbles the snap. Number seven goes long. Has a man. And it is caught again by Phil oh. Did he hang on to that? He sure did. Inside the 35 to the 32, he was surrounded by two receivers
1: or defenders and still came down with the football. Yikes. I can't believe he threw that pass. He was he was covered by two guys.
0: I'm surprised He's even quit. Phil held yeah. on the ball as they yes. were trying to grab it. Menchie s- had him. As did Amos, and he still made the catch. Peters, by the way, back on the field at the boundary corner this series. From the 32-yard line. The elements have a first and ten from the right hash mark. Three receivers near side. He goes far side. He's looking long and it is incomplete. Closest man was Peters. He made sure he knocked it out of bounds, although I'm sure he was thinking pick. As he was all over Geno Lewis.
1: Geno Lewis pushed him in the back. I would. I saw. I saw offensive pass interference on that play. It was two-handed shove right in his back, and the ref was right there. Now we need you, BMO fans. And some
0: of the fans are on their feet, and they're all rising on this side and they're rising on the other side it's loud here at BMO it's 2nd down and 10 from the 32 Alouettes need 2 scores trailing by 10 they'll put 4 receivers to the near side with the ball on the right hash mark Argos in a 30 front they'll send 3 they'll run the ball to stand back 30, 27, tripped up Open was in there as was Hendricks and it is limited to a 5 yard gain the Alouettes need 2 scores they're going to kick the field goal here I can't believe they called a running play on that play, frankly. And it was Oak
1: and Hendricks. And Oakman does the crawl after making that tackle. That is a great, ta- but I can't believe they hand the ball off on that play. That to me that's mind-boggling. Well it worked for 52 earlier on a touchdown. This will be a four, 35-yard attempt
0: for Cote. He's two for three for three today. From the 35 snap good hold good kick has the leg and it is right down the middle and it is a seven point lead with 407 remaining and we'll take the timeout. Argos 34 LOS 27 you're listening to Argo football the eastern final on TSN 1050 oh, 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 we got a ball game here at BMO Field eastern final Argos and Alouettes, 407 remaining in the fourth quarter. Argos 34, Alouettes 27. We talked about earlier the Argonauts six and one this year in games where they score first, in games decided in the last three minutes, which this one in all, for all intents and purposes, will be. Argos are eight and four, and the only other team with eight wins is Winnipeg. So they know how to score early and finish late.
1: And that Winnipeg. Speaking of Winnipeg, that game they missed a convert, last play of the last game. Last play of the game could so have gone to overtime. Should
0: they hang on here? They will play the winner of BC and Winnipeg. They beat BC here, and the only time they played uh, Winnipeg was that game here at BMO Field, where being missed on the point. last second, last play of the game. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, they can play with either one of those yes, games. They, and they know that. If they're playing their A game, absolutely. But they're still. Yes. With the
0: clock moving, inside four minutes remaining. Alouette show blitz, and they run the ball to A.J. O'Lette. I think Montreal is going to get called for going offside, as it may have been on the near side, Pevret, or sorry, Pickett, who jumped. So it'll be a freebie for the Argos. Here's Andre Pru with the call. Monsieur Prou. Offside, Montreal number six. It was Darius Pickett. Oh, just missed time to blitz as they came from depth again. And that will stop the clock, but it'll start. or sorry, it'll stop the clock with the penalty. And now the clock will start with the penalty. First down and five from the 45. You can take another 15 seconds now as that's where the play clock is. Snap it late. Plug away. And you've got A.J. Olette and Andrew Harris as your backs. So Olette is out there right now, and they are going to feed him. And Olette will get hit at the 45, and he is plowing forward to about the 47. A pickup of two, and they're going to give him two and a half. So he'll get halfway to the first down. Clock moving, 3.19 left. And they will start the 22nd clock. Not yet. That's an advantage for the Argos as they make substitutions as Harris comes in, and Cross comes in, and Olette and. Phillips come to the sideline, 2.56 on the game clock, 11 on the 22nd clock, a big two and a half yards to get here on second down, Bethel Thompson wants to get Ambles out of the box, they will give the ball to Harris, who will go forward, and I think he's got it, if he doesn't, he's about a foot short, both officials are going to mark it just short of the 50 yard line. And we'll come back with a big decision to make. Oh, They'll need two yards on third down with 2.38 left. We've hit the three-minute warning. We'll take the timeout. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Good crew here at BMO Field today. My name's, well, okay, I'm not maybe the good crew, but Bob Brant, Bob Conk, is the color commentator. Luke is here. Josh is here. Josh is back at the plant as well. So, yeah, we like everybody's going. This is good. And the Argos will need a half a yard on third down. No brainer that they go for it here. I would assume with 2.38 left. And if they can get the first down, Montreal has but one timeout left. So they get the benefit of the clock stopping here, but the the Argonauts get the benefit of being able to get together and call the play from the sidelines tad kelly's on the field he's a short yardage quarterback the bigs are out there we'll see a double tight end set from the argos 237 now the clock starts again after that running play and the argos can go a long way to clinching this if they can get a first down here kelly comes up under center there's a real strong side to the near side kelly's got the first down he oh needed yes. to it the 50 he got it easily yeah. yeah he got down to about the 53 or 52 or 53 yard line and Kelly with both hands emphatically so signals a first down and runs off to the sideline. That is a huge first down as the clock will start with 2.21 left. 34-27, Argonauts lead here late in the fourth quarter. The o line have really come to play today. They're doing a great job. He just ran behind the all-star, Justin Lawrence. Darius Bladeck and Ryan Hunter up the mill. First and 10 from their own 51-yard line. Tick-tock-tick-tock. Tick-tock. They'll snap the ball with four seconds left. It's a pitch to Olette. 50, 55, down on the 50-yard line. Power running at its best from AJ Olette. And the bowling ball carries it for nine. It's second down and one from the Alouette 50. Power football. AJ Olette was built for this. And he just waved Andrew Harris off. <laughs> Harris was coming up, and A.J. went, no. (laughs) It's not tired after a nine-year run. Come on. No, no, no. (laughs) Second down and one from the 50, and they're going to go double tights again. Kelly's in at quarterback. Everybody up on the line. Kelly goes forward. Big first
1: down. Argos with a minute 38 left. That's old-school smash football. Just run behind the center, nothing fancy, just plow ahead. They're they're really controlling the line of scrimmage.
0: And now the Argos want the fans to make noise. I've never seen an offensive line say make more noise. I've never seen that before. A minute 38 left. I believe the Alouettes still have their timeout left. If they called it, I missed it. First down, clock moving. 135, 16 left on the 22nd clock. maxs going to milk the clock. He's going to have three receivers to the right. They've got the double tight ends in. Andrew Harris has checked into the game. Bethel Thompson to Harris. Swallowed whole at the line of scrimmage. He'll probably lose a yard. And... Montreal, the Alouettes called their timeout, and there is an injured Alouette on the play who's in a considerable amount of dam- uh, injure, injury right now uh, a considerable amount of pain, and that's Nick Usher in his second year with Montreal for a couple with Edmonton. And it will be second down and 11, but right now they're tending to Nick Usher, and we've seen a lot of guys go down. This is a hard-hitting football game, and as you said, major smash mouth up the middle.
1: Yes, They've called their timeout, and they've got an injury, so that's a wasted timeout.
0: Then again, the clock would start when Usher's back up, right? So they they get the benefit of that, but if you're just trying to give your guys a rest, you're right. But now the clock will not start, so Usher's out. He's more of a pass rusher when you think of Nick Usher.
1: He's favoring his right leg. Yeah
0: second down and 11 clock shows 117 so the argos can run a play here and if they do not get the 11 yards needed and say they take five seconds off the clock then they can run it down to 52 seconds before punting they lead by seven if they get one more first down it's over if they get six yards here you got to think about four yes because a field goal would salt it away, and that changes the play situation. They don't need the first down. Right now it would be a 56-yard field goal, and it is really, really windy. Maybe the strongest wind we've seen all day. They will go to Harris, and he will get taken down at the 50, and he got pulled down
1: by the face mask. 15 yards. And that
0: might do it, because the Alouettes have no more timeouts. And we'll wait for Andre Pru, who may have some very good news. And A.J. Olette ran onto the field, and Dinwiddie was not happy with him. Maybe Olette wanted to go in for Harris. <laughs> and Dinwiddie had to stop take him. Think...
2: Face mask. A
0: so that will take it down to the 34-yard line with a minute 12 left. And the Alouettes do not have a timeout. And they are saying that they looked at the scoreboard and said there was no face mask, and they are livid
1: right now. Tyrese I, Bevrett is enraged. I I saw a face mask. It was when he when Harris got spun around. The market
0: at the 34. Right now it would be a 41-yard field goal. Should it come to that, with a minute 12 left, clock is stopped as they accepted the penalty. And the Alouettes jumped offside. Olette is going to carry it. 30, 25, and he will fall down at the On 20. Purpose, yep. Smart play by Olette to keep the clock moving at the 20-yard line. It'll be offside against the Alouettes. Kind of and they are almost in kneel-down territory now. 105 left. And the crowd here at BMO Field knows it. They are feeling Winnipeg. Or BC next week
1: No one's leaving Mike no one's leaving everyone's Everyone's cheering. They want to stay here Watch this happen
0: Bethel Thompson at the 20-yard line. He's got Harris in the game now Harris will take it and run Right behind the left guard, Ryan Hunter, and take it for a couple of yards. Clock will stop at 42 seconds. The Argos can basically run two plays and get out of here. They lead by seven with 42 seconds left. Eastern final. Harris runs off. Olette runs on. Second and nine from the 19-yard line. Boy, what a treat watching this back duo power their way for the Argonauts.
1: They're quite bookends. They're they're thrilled to watch.
0: Clock moving. Nine seconds on the play clock, 30 on the game clock. And they are in victory formation. McLeod-Bethel-Thompson will take a couple steps back and take a knee. There's 22 seconds left. The Argos are one play away from winning the East
1: never in doubt <laughs> the whole game the whole game they've had they, to lead the whole game they have
0: closest the Elowitz came 24-21 one more play 22 seconds left on the game clock they can run it down to 19 Mac can take a couple of steps back and take the knee, and the Argos will win this game, leading by seven, 34-27. The clock is moving. The fans are standing. One more play. The Argos in victory formation. The ball is snapped. Bethel Thompson will take the knee, and the Argos are going to the Grey Cup. They are champions of the East. A 34-27 win over the Alouettes. And BMO Field is going crazy. For the first time in five years, the Argos are going back to the dance. 34-27. Nobody is leaving, Mike. Everyone's on their feet cheering the team. The last time the Argos played the Alouettes in the Eastern Final was in Montreal in 2012. They won, and they went on to win the Grey Cup. They would love history to repeat itself today. Unofficial stats. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, 19 of 27 for 299 yards. Harris ran for 42, Olette for 38. Tavares Daniels, three catches, 108 yards. Curly Gittins, nine for 97. Beattie hit both field goals. Mwamba had seven tackles. The guys, Bob Brock, you needed to be great
1: were. They were they showed up for the day.
0: Uh final thoughts before we
1: call this one a day. If they play with their A game, I don't care if they play Winnipeg or BC, they have a chance to win. I mean, when you look at the standings, you'd say oh, you're crazy. But when you see their last games that they played each other, when they're bringing their A game and McCloud is, is is in a rhythm and they have a running game, they have a chance. They have a chance. So that's going
0: to, okay, we will stay here for the trophy presentation. That's nice. Uh, As they will go down and present the trophy to the Argonauts after winning the East and moving on to the Grey Cup. As mentioned, they led it early, 7-0 on their first possession, 14-3 after one quarter, 24-13 after two, 34-24 after three, and the only scoring in the quarter was a field goal. From Cote and the Argonauts are going to Regina so I gotta pack some long johns we'll head out on Tuesday and follow Argonauts.ca we will have all kinds of content for you follow us on Twitter follow Toronto Argonauts on Twitter follow them on Facebook. Facebook I'm at Mike Hogan Argos on Twitter and uh this crowd isn't leaving they're staying for the trophy
1: presentation
0: i am astonished how many people are still on they're still
1: they're still here they're not going
0: i don't even think many of them even know there's an east division trophy to be presented they just want to be a part of this and see some of the highlights on the scoreboard
1: and there were a lot of them today give me an offensive and a defensive player of the game Oh, I, McLeod McLeod and Muamba problem. like I, I would have to say McLeod he He came today, you know, he had a lot of criticism about not winning the big one You know some some heat last year, but he showed up today and he he came and he played really well
0: 19 of 27 That's a 70 percent completion uh, percentage. He had two drops flat-out drops and almost a third Uh with speedy that ended up dropping it off his foot no interceptions. Up, no interceptions. And Chad Kelly also had a one completion yeah. today on short yardage, where Montreal forgot to cover DeVarus Daniels, and that's the difference in this football game—a seven-point win for the Argos.
1: I would also have to say, kudos to Dinwiddie—he called a really good game today, and Mace too. They both—they had their act together, boy, in terms of stopping Montreal. They—they had—they called really good games. William Standback had
0: 12 carries today. For 84 yards 52 of them came on one carry So 11 carries for 33 yards for william standback. Yeah. aside from the big one And walter fletcher who had such a good game against uh, hamilton a week ago
1: Three carries eight yards Yeah, they showed up the defense showed up the special team showed up. It was a complete game And that's that's mccloud's been talking about that He's even said, you know, we've not played a complete game yet this year and this this came close to it. This came close to being a, a complete game.
0: So we're going to hear the presentation as Ryan Dinwiddie is uh, on the field next to TSN's Claire Hanna. Let's go down to the field.
3: There's the trophy. Now I heard nobody wants to touch it. Head coach Ryan Dinwiddie, you guys haven't been to the Grey Cup since 2017. Fantastic job out here today. What does it mean to know that you're going to be playing for this championship title?
2: I mean, that's what we signed up for, right? That's our ultimate goal. We got three down. We got one more to go. Thanks to our fans for showing up. That was awesome.
3: You guys got after to this strong start in the game today. It felt like Montreal kept responding. You guys kept your foot on the gas pedal. What was the key today?
2: I think our offense played great. I mean, look at McLeod's performance, right? I think some skeptics are going to be a little bit quiet on him right now.
3: Tell me about your duel in rushing backs here, or running backs rather. What does it mean to have Andrew Harris back on this team?
2: It's uh, awesome. You could just see him and AJ, that's a good flow. I mean, there's times where it wasn't blocked cleanly. They found a way to get you know, positive yards, and then, then that's how we won the game. We ran the ball and ran out the clock.
3: Now, I have a bet on what you're doing tonight. You're probably watching the other final. Does it matter who you play, and what's your approach going to be?
2: Uh, really, it's out of our hands anyways, but we, we don't care who we play. I mean, we're there. Uh, it's going to be a great team. We're going to be playing regardless. Uh, we'll be watching it, and we'll be working all night.
3: And you were in the 2007 Grey Cup. I want to know what you remember from that game.
2: Oh, just the whole experience we played here in Toronto, right? Got my first start. You know, we had a chance to win at the end. We didn't. You know, I think wins and losses, you remember them differently, but I still remember that game, and, you know, I wish I had a, a better performance towards the end.
3: Well, congratulations, Ryan, and enjoy
0: the party. Thanks, Claire. Appreciate it there we go and that's gonna do it from here uh thank you so much for listening one more game to go bronco one more game to go and then what he said it best i don't care who we play that's right it doesn't matter it doesn't matter they're going to be the underdogs going in that's right and there are things that they're going to match up really well with with winnipeg and things they are going to match up not so well with likewise the bc lions so you pick your poison, and likewise, Winnipeg and B.C., although they're not thinking about the Argos right now, are going to look at a team that when it's on is as yes. good as anybody. And if they play like they did today, the uh, the chances are pretty good next week in Regina. Thank you, Argos fans, for listening to the broadcast this year. We'll give you info on the uh, Grey Cup broadcast here on TSN 1050 next week. Thank you, Bob Bronk. This was a pleasure. You came in. You pinch hit for Tay when, I don't know, We moved halfway across the world. And I, I really enjoyed working
1: with you, pal. Hey, Mike, I've always had a lot of respect for you. We've known each other for years. It's been, I've this has been a great treat for me to sit up here and just talk with you. Thanks for asking me.
0: Bob Bronk, uh, the Grey Cup winner back with the 83 Argos and an all-star and working so hard on the executive of the Argo Alumni Association and the CFL Alumni Association. Hey, thanks to, uh, to Luca Moya and, uh, to Josh Couture here down, uh, down here at BMO Field. Josh Pulis, uh, is back at Agent Court. Let's continue the football on TSN 1050, shall we? It's NFL football following this game. Argos win. They're going to the Grey Cup. 30-24 the final. My name is Mike Hogan. For the entire crew, thank you for listening to Argo football on TSN 1050.